My name is Ray Park, you may know me as playing Darth Maul in Phantom Menace, Bone Wars, and also Solo at Star Wars Story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast, The Force is Strong with you all. And remember, sit walk. Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best, and may the Force be with you. May the Force be with you! Ah! Well, welcome back to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, where we talk all things Star Wars. My name is Colin. And I'm Josh. And today, yep, that's it. That's it. And, and there, today. Yep. And, today and, is a day. You are correct. Yeah, today is a day. Uh, and today we have news uh, from yesterday. So many days. No, I'm just kidding. That was so cheesy. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, yesterday, the Ahsoka trailer dropped. We actually did a breakdown already. So you can definitely check that out on all streaming platforms, including YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Anchor, go and check it out. Our breakdown of that trailer is out now. And for everyone, part of our Patreon, thank you so much. We love putting content on a Patreon. If you haven't yet, go and check us out on patreon.com. It's so much fun. Uh, but like I say every time, let's dive into the news. So we're just going to start off really quick because... We've been super busy these past couple of weeks. We we had some people um, go to a convention, do a couple of interviews, and then I was in the process of moving uh, because I'm no longer in Florida. Uh, but we didn't get to <laughs> we didn't get to do our Indiana Jones five uh, review and breakdown. We might do a whole separate episode, and then we'll we'll probably put that on Patreon, and then we'll put that on YouTube. But Let's start off with the rating, and I'm going to begin with Josh because Josh and I have kind of talked about it, but not really. Josh, from a scale from one to ten, what did you think of Indiana Jones Five? Because I got a feeling that we might have a different ranking. I'll give it a five. It was a very five. Mid. It was mid. That's actually a lot higher. It's nothing. Than I thought you were going to give it. It, it. it. I would say it's nothing special for a fan that likes Indiana Jones. Right. However, it is nice that we at least got to see the character again. Yeah, and I think the uh, well. So here's here's my thing: is there's a lot of people that that try and put it on the rating of a Oscar worthy film, Ooh. like oh goodness, like, <laughs> that is what they are trying to see. These kind of classic sequel, like of these classic franchises, come back and they end up doing a sequel, and and then they're like, okay. This is going to be the best film of all time. It's going to win so many Oscars. And then it doesn't. And it's not as good as they thought it was because they had high expectations. Guys, it's an Indiana Jones movie. I love the franchise so much. I love it a lot. But with that being said, people who are saying this film is better than Crystal Skull, you're crazy in my opinion. Um, uh, be Because... Crystal Skull was the last film in the franchise that was made by Steven Spielberg. And I think because James Mangold, um, uh, because James Mangold uh, took the reins in this one, it definitely has a different vibe. And I love James Mangold as a director. I think he has done great films. I think the one big film that a lot of people think when they think James Mangold is Logan. But something that they, that, they've been doing recently is they have been interpreting as when you get older, I guess you're depressed because, because there's been a lot of movies lately that are about, you know, people who, who are getting old that 
apparently their life just sucks. And that's not the reality. And you actually see that in in the sequel trilogy because of you see Han go through, which, by the way, there is a big copy and paste story arc from that, uh, which is Han and Leia. Um, you you know how they um, you know how they end up uh, going through uh, the they end up going through the tragedy of losing their son to the dark side and then they lose mutt to the war and then that breaks them apart that's exactly what happened in force awakens like leia and han went their separate ways because they couldn't deal with the loss of their son you know together so that's to me i as as soon as i saw that was like force awakens why on earth would they do that and then um not every person getting old um ha- like it doesn't mean their life sucks cuz i think indy the the way that i would have dealt with his character of kind of getting older and that would have been looking back at all the adventures that he had i don't think he really would have been as depressed as he was and it was really sad to see him go through it but i just think to me that's unrealistic for the character and they already kind of touched up on that in Crystal Skull of, of where he um, where he looks back at old pictures of where he lost Marcus Brody and his dad. And, and it's just like, okay, uh, I, I get it. But, you know, I think killing off Mutt, that was also a thing where it was just like they had to do it because there's no way that Shia LaBeouf was ever coming back um, because it's, it's Shia LaBeouf, um, which is unfortunate. But... I would have given the movie because I think I said seven. I, I think I told you seven, seven point five, right? Okay. Um, and then I'll, I'll I'll just leave I'll just leave one last thing with this spoilers for the film if you you know if if, if you haven't seen it. But the way that I would have ended it was I would have left him in the time that they traveled to because Indy spent his entire life learning about history, saving history, um, teaching history. How cool would it have been for him to retire by living history? That would have been a great way to end the character's legacy. And to me, that would have brought the whole thing full circle. Uh, and I think Indy would have, would have kept the time uh, line intact. I don't think he would go crazy with it. I think he might have changed like like the small things, um, and some of like of the big events. But I don't think he would have completely changed history as his goddaughter thought that she would. But I think that would have been a great way to end the character's legacy instead of pulling a Raiders of where if you take Indy out of the story, n- nothing changes. He he doesn't impact anything because no matter what the Nazis were going to go back to that time period, shoot a couple of Romans, and then they would end up dying. And then because that's how history was always going to play out. Uh, And without having Indy there, the outcome doesn't change. It would have stayed the same. So, I mean, the returning characters would have loved to see short round back. It's very disappointing that we never got to see that. 
Um, and honestly, for me, I feel like we could have continued the series with a retired indie. Yeah. Like something I had talked about, like, I think to a couple of people was like, imagine if we got a TV show where it was like um, the librarians where you had Indiana Jones. He comes like for a few episodes, but mostly it's like he has his home base as being like a historian and um, people go out and uh, collect artifacts and bring them back. And that's like the TV show. There's so many other things that I feel like could have kept the series going. And I was surprised that they were like, no, we're, we're just done. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And it's interesting to see how much Harrison Ford really does have a gris- grasp and a stranglehold on this franchise. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like he was just like, no, I'm ending it on how I want to end it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, the so the the original script was by by Steven Spielberg, and they haven't released it to the public, but Marion was actually supposed to play a larger role uh in in the film and instead of that you know that end credit cameo and they were it sounded like it definitely was going to be like a classic indiana jones adventure and if you look back you can definitely tell the vibe that is different between this film and then all the other four films and including crystal skull because you even have to admit there that that has that classic indie vibe and i think it's because Yes, you've got Harrison Ford and John Williams, but Steven Spielberg and George Lucas, like of where they're not just producers, but they're behind the camera and directing stuff. That's like classic Indiana Jones and taking, you know, to some people, a small portion of India away, like a small portion. Steven Spielberg is a big portion of that franchise and taking him away is what hurt the film. And in, in my opinion, and because of that, they only made 130 million on opening weekend, and they had a 300 million dollar budget. Uh, so that is all I gotta say about that. Is that taking Spielberg away um, from the uh, the film and the reins of the film is what hurt the movie? But yeah, cool, 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 cool. With that being said, and a very tragic uh, r- review, um, <laughs> let's uh, let's jump into some happy news. So, Andor, uh, Light and Magic, uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, and Mando season three all have been nominated um, for uh, a bunch of different Emmys, uh, which is fantastic because those shows again. Uh, if it wasn't your cup of tea, they still work so hard on those. So I'm very glad that they got a bunch of different nominations. Did you ever watch Light and Magic? No. Okay. Um, go and watch it. Absolutely go and watch it. Be, be Because it's a real behind-the-scenes look on how the, on how the original uh, films were made. And a lot of behind the scene footage that's never been seen before. And you see a lot of Phil Tibbet, who has done so much for the Star Wars franchise. Uh, and it's it's really, really good. So I highly recommend like watching it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a bunch of those shows did get nominated, which is fantastic. And I think there were a couple of other Marvel ones, too, um, that did as well. But yeah, 
there was a bunch of different um, uh, nominations for those shows. And then for the for the next part of news is from the Ahsoka trailer. Uh, as you know, as some of you know, that the trailer did drop yesterday, and they also announced that two episodes are dropping at the premiere um, of very exciting on on August twenty third, which is not what I expected. So How I was many very excited. Is the series? It's eight episodes. Interesting. Yep. Which, do we know when the next Star Wars project comes out after that? We don't know when Skeleton Crew comes out, but I suspect maybe they didn't want to have a crossover with two Star Wars shows at the same time. So maybe they wanted a small time gap, or maybe they, they wanted to kind of bring it a week of a part, or give people time to breathe and be like, alright, Ahsoka was amazing. Let's let that settle in. And then Skeleton Crew would probably come in maybe like... November? N- November or the beginning of December. Because we don't know how, how many episodes uh, that show is going to be. Um, but we did get official uh, name drop for the Inquisitor. His his actual name. They 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 still haven't denied that that it's the eighth brother. Uh, but they are saying that he does have an actual name, and his actual name is Maroc with two R's. So M A R R O K. Uh, and you even see more of him in the new trailer, and he definitely looks like the eighth brother. And something that we talked about in the breakdown yesterday was my suspicions was that th- that they go through the world between worlds. They are trying to find uh, Ezra or Thrawn, and then they you know go through different moments in time. And then you see the eighth brother. The explosion happens where like Ahsoka and Vader are fighting in the temple, or and all that, and then you see the eighth brother. He sees a portal. He goes through it, and he survives, or he just survived the entire thing in general. Is it um, funny? Isn't that the the name of like Embo's like dog? Is it? I'm pretty sure that's the name of Embo's dog. Speaking of Embo, we actually might see him in the show, and if we do, I'm gonna flip, and I don't think we'll see him <laughs> like in like any action scene, but I think we'll see him. Um, as the bodyguard of Mon Mothma, which would wait, could you could you spell it again? What the name is? Maroc. So M A R R O K. Yep, that's the name of his dog. <laughs> okay, that's exact, interesting. That is the name of his dog. <laughs> interesting, uh, but yeah. So that's. I mean, I'm excited uh that we have a name but i'm 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 also just like eh, i th- okay so does it matter to you if he ends up being the eighth brother or would you rather have him be a totally different character doesn't matter honestly okay. doesn't matter well the only thing is that i don't know if they're gonna like connect it as in being like i was a part of i was an inquisitor but now i'm no longer an inquisitor or right. or not because i feel like we're gonna deal with a lot of uh we're not Jedi. Yay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, we got to gotta keep that continuity with what Yoda said. So I guess we yep. keep on saying that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's actually, yeah, no. Yeah. Because I was going to say, I think you and I were talking about that the other day where, where if they just kind of keep just putting random Jedi in the timeline, 
that entire line that Yoda says in in, in Empire Strikes Back, where he's like, the, the, the last of the Jedi you will be. Is uh, Cal's not actually a Jedi because he doesn't really follow all the code of a Jedi. So right. basically, I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> nerds. No, but I uh, no, but the and speaking of Cal Kestis, breaking news, surprise to everyone. Apparently, a third game is in the works. Wow, pretty never, exciting never stuff. I, I did not see that coming. Uh, there was a job listing that was posted. Uh, uh, on ea that hints at a third game being in the works it hasn't officially been said but you know there's people like josh and i were we're just like we're not surprised because that game made made a lot of money and it definitely re-sparked that character again it's open-ended um, so yeah yeah no that i i suspect the third one would be the last one uh and then last, last one and then we can move to having him in live action please exactly of just having that that transition of him jumping over to live action that to me that makes the most sense um because that character is so beloved and the actor uh cameron monaghan has done so much in uh like of just acting in general, so I think he can definitely pull it. Uh, like for live action, I, I I think he would definitely crush it. But I'm not surprised by the news, and I think a lot of people are. And I'm just like, did you play the game? <laughs> like it's 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 so good, and, and it, it definitely like a trilogy, right? And and it definitely leaves on a cliffhanger. And I, I something in the first reviews of it were like, if they pull off the the final ending to this, it'll be one of the best Star Wars trilogies we've ever had. Yeah. Yep. Uh yeah, no, I'm 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 not surprised. I'm definitely pumped. We don't know when it would be. My guess is, you know, that we could potentially see a teaser of some sort, maybe at Star Celebration Japan in 2025. Uh but going back to Ahsoka, there was the new Lego set that dropped um that that has the ghost, and we see a couple of characters in there. One of them is Jason Sin. Jason Sindula, which is the son of Hera. We don't know who's playing him yet. We don't know anything, but we know that Jason will be in the show. I kind of suspected it, but seeing him in a Lego set has confirmed that. Um, <laughs> and we still have no news of Captain Rex, but I'm telling you, as soon as Captain Rex shows up, everyone's going to flip out. That's going to be crazy. Uh, definitely excited for Ahsoka. Um and kind of getting into the behind the scenes stuff, uh, Bob Iger has extended his contract as the Disney CEO um, until 2026. Uh, how much do you know about Bob Iger's career? Like of how much he actually did f for the company before he retired? Um, not much. I mean, specifically wise, especially not for Star Wars. Okay, so he he honestly is responsible for <laughs> where Disney is now, like for franchise-wise, right? You've got the MCU that would not exist if uh, if Bob Iger did not um, uh, approach Marvel. Star Wars would definitely not be where it is now w without Bob Iger. So Bob, Bob Iger has done a lot. 
for the entire studio and including the parks as well. Um, and the fact that he's extended until 2026 kind of makes me think he's got something else big planned up his sleeve. Uh, we don't know what it is, but if you're extending your contract, that means like maybe he needed more time to make a other big deal. Uh, so that's definitely possible. But what could it be? Could he buy DC? Could he buy Harry Potter? Could he like like what studio or like what franchise do you think that Bob Iger would try and go after, or like of what project do you think would make him extend his contract? That's a great question. I have no idea right now, honestly. <laughs> like it's one of those things that I don't know where the the uh, where the company's going wise with IPs. Yeah. Um, I and like theme park wise, I also don't know solely because like hey in a few years we got epic opening in yeah so once that happens it's like who knows they will have to do something like huge to to compete with that so that's that's definitely going to be interesting going forward but i i i loved what bob Iger has done so i'm very interested to see what his next move is um but jumping into uh jumping into other news oh maybe uh you you have a line in the trailer which i thought was very interesting and we briefly talked about it uh in the breakdown from yesterday but you you have sabine call ahsoka master which hints at Sabine being force sensitive, and you have another moment in the trailer where she actually puts her hand out like she's using the force. How do you feel about Sabine being force sensitive, even though they'd never hinted at her being force sensitive in, in Star Wars Rebels at all? And in my opinion, I, I know we're definitely gonna do a rewatch um, for Patreon before we, you know, go and watch Ahsoka, but how do you think of just them being like, hey, let's give Sabine you know powers of the force go i mean for me it's like it's okay um it's not really hinted at so i feel like it's kind of like maybe a little shoehorned in yeah um but yeah it's cool to see ahsoka getting an apprentice so i'm excited um don't know what that's gonna mean is she gonna make her own lightsaber there was also a lot of name drops uh um like I, I think the biggest name drop in, in there was Anakin twice. His name was mentioned twice in that trailer. Which to me that highly of you. Okay. Right. And to me, that's foreshadowing that we're probably gonna get a force Anakin ghost scene or a flashback um scene of Anakin, which we'll all flip out. Um because I know like a big thing that people wanted in Kenobi was like a flashback in the Clone Wars. And we did technically get a flashback of young Anakin and Obi-Wan, but I think a lot of people were hoping for like a Clone Wars one where like we saw Rex or something, but seeing Anakin talk to Ahsoka would definitely be fantastic. Seeing Rex like live action Rex, even there and like, I'm just saying, Hey, you know, s- s- something is happening. We need you guys on the battlefront now. And then they, you know, kind of go run in and rush. But I think, um, 
seeing that would be very cool and maybe having luke join ahsoka like on her journey and then they have like a three-way conversation like of luke ahsoka and ghost anakin talking i think that would be sick mm -hmm. yeah yeah, uh, yeah i mean it'd be pretty cool yeah uh and then Je geneva o'reilly uh who plays mon mon mothma and andor and now ahsoka uh she has um she has talked in a in an interview recently about her jumping from before the return of the jedi era and then after the re return of the jedi era which i was kind of surprised that they had her come back and play mon mothma for ahsoka because she's playing young mon mothma but now she's also playing old mon mothma and from the from the uh, footage that we've seen, it, it doesn't really look she still like... looks pretty young. <laughs> right, right. So <laughs> exactly I'm very, the same. <laughs> I'm really curious on their approach for that. Uh, but I do love the actress. I, I love how her career started as Mon Mothma in a deleted scene for Revenge of the Sith. And then she voiced the character um, in Star Wars Rebels. And then you also see her in, in Rogue One. And then she goes to Andor. And now she's in Ahsoka. So she has done a lot for yeah. the character, for the franchise, which is crazy to think about that she started her career um, with this character and ended a deleted scene. That just is crazy to me. Um, but I'm very, very excited for her. But she talks about... Um, uh, about... And... This is a quote from her. She she said it was fascinating that they that they asked me and it was such a surprise. I really I was really thrilled that John Favreau and Dave Filoni were interested in me coming for a minute to play with them. They're such brilliant filmmakers. It was just thrilling for me to be able to go over and and play with them for a bit. I'm a huge fan of Rosario Dawson. She's brilliant and a formidable and a formidable woman and actor i think what they're doing with that piece is going to be really exciting mary elizabeth winstead uh who is harrison doula is a wonderful actor and to and to get to work with her uh was also amazing it felt extraordinary for mon to get the opportunity to enter a different world again and perhaps that's because i'm so invested in andor but when john and and dave gave me a call uh and they spoke so passionately about mon and it made it clear that they really wanted her to be in ahsoka i felt humbled that they were inviting me to come and join them they're brilliant storytellers and filmmakers at the cutting aid uh edge what they're doing over there with how they use the volume they film in a very different way than we filmed andor uh that was really exciting informative for me to go over and learn how they do that because using the kind of cutting edge technology to inform the piece it's a very different way of filming i was grateful to have the opportunity to be part of that um that that definitely would be a very interesting transition because of an andor i feel like they're using more practical effects than they are on like mando and in book of boba and ahsoka mm -hmm. and they're like like filming on actual sets like it's it's not like the volume so that must have been really interesting it definitely feels more grand right I would say. 
And I definitely think that also of of what she said in the interview definitely hints at her um, not playing a large role in Ahsoka, which kind of makes sense because right now the New Republic is in the era of they are trying to relocate. They are trying to uh, restart the the new republic that's why it's called the the new republic because they don't want to fall down the same path that the uh republic during the clone wars era um went down so i'm going to be selfish and i would like to see more of her because i want to see embo i i i want to see embo <laughs> so bad man like he's so cool he's got a hat he throws it like a like a captain america shield he catches it back he puts it back on he 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 sometimes at, um, he sometimes has his pet dog with him or two, and then he's a bounty hunter. So it's like we need more bounty hunters. And the fact that like he's still alive during this point—that's awesome. Use him. Uh, so hopefully we see more of him. But um, how surprised are you that they showed a lot of footage in the uh, in the Ahsoka trailer? Because they they showed a lot. And it's not that I'm afraid that they showed all the best scenes, but sometimes when they show um, stuff in trailers, it is some of the best parts. Because for me, for Indiana Jones 5, mm-hmm. from the stuff that they showed in the trailers, they those are the t- best parts. They showed all the best lines, uh, like pretty much all the iconic lines from the movie in those trailers. Mm-hmm. So w- when I watched it, I was like, Oh, I've I've seen this already. I've seen this already. I've seen this already. Like, and and there was a lot. So I feel like it was a lot of the best scenes. I don't think they did that with this. I'm I'm very hopeful that they didn't. But you know, there's always that fear that they did. Yeah, it's there's a lot in this show that I think is coming, and I'm very curious to see what we're doing with this non Jedi kind of view on or take on the Force. So. Mm, no, I'm I'm very interested. It's it's got some some nice hooks that I can't wait to see. Um, I hope that they're able to pull it off. And I don't we don't know if they're doing a season two for Ahsoka. Yeah. So yeah. I'm kind of like, could they end whatever they're doing in eight episodes nicely? If right. you're gonna drop two episodes, that's a big chunk of whatever you're doing. So I'm like, I got a feeling that it's probably gonna be very similar. Um, going forward with like mando um because ahsoka is a big character right and you've and you have it established of where she fits in the timeline and then something as well that a lot of people aren't talking about is this show is happening during the same time like it's it's not that it's going to cross over which which i'll talk about that in a second as well but the um the time that the show is happening or this is 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 the same time events that are happening with mando season three so when season three like all the events are happening it, it's happening during the same time as the ahsoka show and i think and um kitty sackoff i guess hinted at uh that she would would make some type of cameo or be in ahsoka in some way and i kind of figured that Maybe she reaches out to Ahsoka and be like, hey, I need help taking back Mandalore. Is there any chance that you could help us out? So that way it could tie in into um, into season three of Mando. Uh, and then th- th- that would kind of bring things full circle. Uh, but I don't expect like a full cameo from like Mando or or um, or, or, or Bo or anything like that. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't, um, I want them to do their own thing and it does seem like they're really, they really are pushing to try and do their own thing. Um, is there any character or returning character that you think you would like to see? Embo. No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, I think the big one would probably be Anakin. I, I, I think I'm seeing ghost Anakin um, would make the most sense because the, the world between worlds is a very, and it, 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 it's a very interesting concept. And, and again, and, and I know we've been talking about them doing a, like of different franchises doing a, a lot of time travel lately, mm-hmm. but I, I kind of compared the world between worlds as an Indiana Jones artifact um yesterday because you 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 have the protagonist and then you have the antagonists um of the show that most likely are trying to go after the world between worlds at the same time because they both have their own agendas which which if you think about it at the end of rebels you have thrawn and ezra they end up going in hyperspace with the purgles with the windows open and then they go in and then we're just like oh yeah they survived i yeah I, I think the idea is that they are going to use the world between worlds and do what they did in Rebels, where Ezra pulled Ahsoka like, out of time. I think that's what they're going to try and do. But the antagonists are trying to save Thrawn, and then Ahsoka and Sabine are trying to save uh, Ezra. Yeah. That that makes the most sense to me instead of them going to like a random planet. And, do you uh, think like Do you think that they're going to keep Thrawn being this overarching bad guy and not really delve into him as much as we think because we have these new like uh, dark side users. Like, do you feel like the dark side users are going to be the main threat? And do you think that they're working with Thrawn? My guess is that they are. Uh, I think they are definitely going to team up because they think that Thrawn is the heir to the Empire. Uh so I think their mission is to save Thrawn because they think that he is the rightful ruler um, uh, for the Empire going forward. And Ahsoka and Sabine just want to save Ezra because of be- because Sabine made a promise. But I think with the temple and the beginning of this trailer and then from the temple that we've seen in other trailers is that maybe it's part of some type of prophecy that, that Ahsoka sees where we're having Ezra... And 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 the big fight is key going forward. So okay. I think I think that's where she's like, you know what? We really do need to save Ezra, um, because that's going to help us going forward in the larger like fight and the scheme of things for the entire, um, for the entire franchise of this era. And okay. the idea of this era right now is you are trying to bridge, um, this point in time to the sequels. You are trying to make it more appealing uh then then the sequel trilogy is right now and i think that's what their goal is is to make up be like oh there is a tie-in to force awakens there is a tie-in to last jedi and rise of skywalker so going forward there is definitely going to be a lot more of that and i think in the big battle and and it's definitely going to show a lot of connections to the sequel trilogy because they're trying to do the same thing that they did with the clone wars um uh tying in into episode three and the prequels because a lot of people didn't like the prequels at first but once the clone wars came out and it definitely (laughs) dived more into that era people were like oh okay you know what i actually like the prequels and i think that's what they're trying to do with this okay 
Uh, yeah, I, I just I want some new stuff for Star Wars, and I, I'm really excited for the uh, the new Dark Side users absolutely thing. So, and I also really love those lightsabers. Yeah, cool. Oh man, no, there's 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 so much excitement um, happening right now, and mm-hmm. this isn't the only show uh, for this year. We we still got skeleton crew hypothetically. Yep. And we don't know exactly how large of a role of that's gonna play in in the in the franchise going forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I got a feeling this is something else that we talked about in the breakdown as well. Is we don't. I've got the feeling that there's not going to be a lot of side missions in Ahsoka. I feel like the show is going to be very plot driven, um, yeah. and that's how it's going to differ from Mando, uh, where. Mm-hmm you will have um you'll definitely have them going in uh just all about the plot the entire time i don't think there's really time for them to be like i think we need to stop at black spire outpost to get some some out, <laughs> some, some out outpost. <laughs> yeah, I, I i really don't think that they'll have time for that because this show is definitely going to be all about building up like of that big day Filoni movie and the future of, yeah. of, of the Mando verse. For, sure. For sure. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I answered your question, which was if there was one character um, that I would love to see come back, what character would you want to see come back? Besides Cal Kestis. I mean, yeah, of course I'd love to see Cal come through. Yeah. Obviously, the best pick. Um, I wonder if we're gonna see all of our characters return from Rebels or not. Because okay. we, because they're all scattered. So I'm kind of like, are we gonna see them all come through and be like, I'm doing my thing, or what's gonna happen? Um, I, yeah, because figuring I, out what happened to Ezra is a big one for me. Yeah. Um, and then because Zeb is doing his own thing right now, I don't know if he'll show up and be like, "Hello, I'm the Zeb." So, I think they would. I think I mean be, be because of where Hera's on the ship, uh-huh. and and uh, and and she's talking to all the all the leaders of the New Republic. I I, I could see him being on the side, like of just kind of leaning against the wall of being like well that that could have gone you know a lot <laughs> better or something like that and 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 then like zeb is kind of walking with her and then, then ahsoka walks down um but i definitely want to see seeing uh young young jason solo um if they save ezra like have like zeb ezra hera sabine all that and to me that would be great because you you missed out the sequel trilogy we we didn't get a single scene of han leia and luke and chewie we didn't get any of that and that was a very big missed opportunity so having most of the um gang and characters there like of just being in the same show to me you have to do it because you cannot go down that rabbit hole again and not have them in the same area um it it, it would just be weird and I know they went their separate ways, but at the same time, it's like, it's Ezra. As soon as Ezra left, <laughs> you know, it felt like everyone went their separate ways. But if Ezra comes back, then I feel like everyone will then come back as a group because I think Ezra was the glue that was holding the, um, that was holding Phoenix Squadron together. So having Ezra come back would make 
uh, would definitely make sense for the entire group to kind of form together again when he returns. Yeah, so, it, yeah, it would be nice. Yeah. Um, I am interested to see what they do with Thrawn because from the footage that we've seen now, he's so just... barely in what we've seen so far. And we had all the stuff that happened in Mando, and I completely, completely thought they would have done like an end credit scene where they're like, well, now that Moff Gideon is gone, I'm going to take full control over what we're doing here. And then everyone's like, whoa, but we haven't actually seen him say one word yet, so. Did you um did you watch the new gallery episode of The Mandalorian season 3 of 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 how they made the show and the behind the scenes and stuff like no. that that came out okay so they they actually have a couple of the people on the show including Moff Gideon himself talk about um how there's a lot of characters in Star Wars where their endings really aren't defined by their on-screen quotations deaths uh and i th- and yeah i i know so i was just like okay but i kind of Moff Gideon that- clone yeah <laughs> i i i kind of suspect that moff gideon didn't die anyways uh just just because of how a small of a role that he played in in season three even though he was the main antagonist the entire time i just kind of figured that like he could have played a larger role and i and I don't think it's the end. I don't think we're we're not going to see him again. I think we will, um, going forward. So, uh, sure. and if it ends up being in the Dave Filoni movie, so be it. Could it be Ahsoka? I would be surprised. I think a lot of people would be. And 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 if they have some line of of where it was like, yes, I planted accordingly. I had my clone walk out. He died, and then <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So- Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know. So, just having that going forward will definitely be um be interesting to see of what they do with the character Moff Gideon. Um, but Thrawn, oh man, uh, Thrawn is gonna be a totally uh, he definitely will be a game changer for everything going forward. And and I think you talked about this, but I want to see his creature that that like eats yeah, the, eats force. the force, yeah, yeah yeah i really want to see that and i and i believe we've already seen thrawn's right hand man uh yeah already. like ahsoka comes up thrawn's just like has his bag turned to her she like goes like force push him and then like he like slowly turns around with this like lizard on him like yeah. nope <laughs> i would love that that would be great oh, yeah no I, it's a very exciting time to bring more stuff from legends i think that's awesome as well is that they're bringing a lot of stuff from legends are do you think that they would bring in mara jade at all or, do, or no oh, okay okay I know, that's a good question no. i don't know if they want to clutter everything just yet so it's hard to say well kind of like in this <laughs> right now i'm not i'm not quite sure if they want to do that just yet we got so all these like i love new characters it's just do new characters don't just do old ones that we haven't had just yet well th- there's also that scene in the game trailer for star wars outlaws of where you have a guy that looks exactly like 
yeah kyle katarin but he's not and 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 his name is jalen right yeah Yeah. Yeah, so it's just like okay if uh, by the way if that guy ends up not being kyle katarin i'm gonna be like why on earth did you copy (laughs) and paste his look into a character that's not him which i think they're just like i i i saw a lot of theories like right right exactly but I saw them saying like, oh, you, you, like a lot of people's theories is that, oh, he's just using that as a code name because he he's a he's a Jedi. So and then they could just okay. kind of change the story. But I mean, I don't know. But yeah, here is. Here's hoping that we get more exciting stuff in the Star Wars universe. Be, yeah. Um, and then we got Acolyte, man, that that's going to be a trip. That's going to be a trip. Uh, Acolyte, I think, is the one that we've talked about the most, and how much we're very excited. It's going to be so good. I'm. I I, I want them to drop a proper trailer for it, or you know, with our the way Disney's going, I want them to do a little kind of like, hey, this is you know, I don't know why they don't do this, but it's like, hey, this is the new projects that we're working on here. We're going to drop a whole bunch of trailers for all of our stuff and get everyone hyped again. Well, that is what Star Wars Celebration was, and I know you have to be lucky enough to win those panels and you know get in and everything but i'm so glad that we went man like i look back and i'm just like just seeing that footage of acolyte um skeleton crew we saw that new trailer for andor season two like we we saw a lot and it's just and that definitely pumps me up and that's great for the line of um for the line of business that that you and i and everyone else the star wars stuff podcast does is like is stuff like that definitely hypes up star wars for us but also it it really helps us go forward breaking down news and everything so i'm really glad that we have the opportunity of going and and just seeing all those trailers and now when we eventually do see the actual trailer you and I will be like, okay, so that's different. That's different. They didn't show <laughs> this. They didn't show that. And that's then true. I think you, David, and I all have the have the shirts that say Acolyte on it. Yep. Um, so I'm definitely going to be wearing that shirt all the time as soon as that show comes out for sure. Uh, but yeah, no. Oh, man. It's a very, very exciting time. Um, and we still have Ahsoka and hopefully we have Skeleton Crew. They like they they haven't officially said when skeleton crew is coming out, but we know it's going to be sometime this year. We just don't know exactly when my suspicions probably be probably in the middle of November, like around Thanksgiving, you know, mm-hmm. week. And then it would end like, you know, maybe it might be six episodes or something. And then it might end by the end of December. Okay. That is my guess. But... That makes sense. Yeah. Oh man. Huh. But yeah, that's it for the, for, this week for news uh do you have any uh final words of uh wisdom <laughs> um i think actually what you were talking about with your what well, i think we had talked about it before is that like with games that we want to see um i'm pretty sure that they uh stopped all production on that uh indiana jones event yeah, I think that got re- I think that got released when they had their their little like talk with with, uh, with Bethesda is that they stopped all production on it when they were purchased by Microsoft. So I don't know if we'll be seeing an Indiana Jones game anytime soon. 
but I'm hoping uh, Star Wars because uh, now anyone can make a Star Wars game. It doesn't have to be EA. So right. Uh, here's a question from one of our listeners: Will the Dave Filoni movie be the Rebels move? Will be Rebels the movie? My answer is going to be no because you have all of the end game event. <laughs> yes. It definitely will be a crossover, but I don't think it's going to be here is Rebels season six in, in a movie. No. That is not what they're going to do with it. It's 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 going to be more than Rebels. And I know Dave Filoni has definitely come out in different different interviews and said, oh, hey, you know, Ahsoka is pretty much season five of Rebels. So if you uh, watch Rebels, uh, go and watch it so then you can understand Ahsoka. And um, basically... Basically, I think that, um, w- w- which is what Josh said, is that movie's going to be like the is going to be like the Avengers Endgame. Um, that's going to be like the Avengers Endgame type. Except movie. they're going to end it with the most despairing, sad bit, and then just that's it. There's just it's. I don't even think it. Yeah, it's Infinity War. It'll be like Infinity War's ending, ending, and then that's it. <laughs> uh because I don't think that they can end it any like super positively. So <laughs> could you imagine if they did, if they just kept going with like the world between worlds and, uh, and then like somehow like they brought the emperor back and then you had like all these live action, oh, wow, um, yes. like, like all these live action, like people come back. So then like at, at one point, like Mace Windu, like kind of steps through the portal and like Yoda and, and then it's it's kind of like need that, to be like that, right? Please, I no. right, right. But they actually did that in the Lego, the Lego Holiday Special back in 2020, yeah. uh, and and they like you know had three versions of Obi Wan Kenobi. So they had them from Phantom Menace, they had them from Attack of the Clones, and they had them. Yeah, no, it it it, it was so funny. But I was just like. Could you imagine if they did that live action and then they just grabbed like all the Sith throughout time? So they had like like Darth Malak and Raven and just all these other different characters. Oh man, that'd be nuts. <laughs> nuts not in the best way though. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh but yeah, so I I th- I think someone else said, oh, yeah. So, and then, you know. That's uh, the biggest question is, mm. I think we, we talked about that earlier, how I think that Dave Filoni has like seven different endings for Ahsoka and where she'll fit in to where she passes. Because was she like 76 by the time she would be in the sequel trilogy? Yeah, because... Boca Ten right now is somewhere between her late fifties and her and her like her like early sixties, mid sixties. I'm pretty sure she's yeah. Ahsoka's yeah. like seventy six at that time, and honestly, like I yeah, I could see her dying in the 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 movie and i would be okay with that i would be 100 percent okay with that i know that dave filoni was like just because you could hear the voice doesn't mean she's dead but i feel like they didn't have a definitive like this is where it ends yeah yeah so it would be a very fitting and ending for ahsoka and i hope that they can get it right and 
One thing that does scare me is that she is just so popular. I don't want her to end up being like, all right, she's back or all right, she's got to stay alive when she should have died or should have gone. Cause yep. she's already had like what she's died twice now, technically. Yeah. Yeah. And I, who did I talk about that with? Uh, be, because of when Rebels came out and and they actually had the episode premiere of where Darth Vader actually walks out of the temple, mm-hmm. um, you you have him uh, kind of walk away and then the camera pans over to uh, to a figure, a ghost type figure walking down the stairs, but it's not actually Ahsoka. And then in season four, when they yeah, when you actually see Ezra like pull like ahsoka out of the timeline and then they re-released the actual um like the the actual uh episode on disney plus and everything now when you go back and you watch when the episode premiered they like changed the ghost figure to ahsoka walking down and i'm really curious of why they did that and they just didn't kind of keep like the ghost figure type thing um but yeah no uh yeah so to answer your question um it was a very long explanation, but yes, they have killed her off twice now because of, well, no, once. That was the twice, only time. No, she, twice because the, the one that like she gets really sick and then gets brought back by that like. Oh, true. Yep. Yep. In um, season, season three, season four. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of the more Stark. Wow. That was such a trip. <laughs> yeah. Goodness. Yeah, but yeah, I think I think she deserves a fitting ending, and that movie, in my opinion, would be a great place to put it. Yep, absolutely. And Dave Filoni did say that in uh, when Rise of Skywalker came out, he he did say just because we heard her voice doesn't mean that yes. that she's dead. But I so, feel like they didn't have a, a definitive like this is where she's going because that was right. so many years ago right. at this point. And then I feel like he's like he's been on his thing, he's been doing his thing, he knows what he's up to. Um, finally, giving get like he's finally has the platform to do it with an entire movie. Yeah, and I feel like hey, like it now that time would be the time as any to finally end it. Well, they so they kind of did that with with the story of Din Djarin because if and we've talked about this but if you go to Galaxy's Edge and you go to Doc Ondar's you see his helmet and you see the chainmail that he gave to Grogu so we know some point during the timeline uh Doc somehow gets the helmet of Mando and the chainmail from Grogu and he puts it on display in his shop we don't know how that happened but they actually did have his helmet and everything over at Galaxy's Edge, even um, like even before the show came out um, of of Mando, so it's it's very interesting on how they're kind of like kind of making things happen before they even happen. Uh, which now that also answers the question: How does Doc get the armor and everything from Mando? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Oh, what? What? Yeah, it's. I think that they kind of said like they could be replicas, or cause, oh, don't because they don't said that, that for like how they have they have the, the lightsabers from the legacy. Yeah, they're like they're schematic replicas. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, so they're like it doesn't necessarily have to be Din's helmet. It could just be a helmet that's a replica. I'm like, okay. Um. Well, the 
Well, Grogu's chainmail is there, so it's just because of. Well, the... it could be a replica. But they added that. Oh my. Okay. All right. Well. Okay. Uh. With that being said, um, thank you to everyone that is that is part of our Patreon. We have a lot of content um, g- coming your way. We have been doing a lot of commentaries. We've been doing a, a, a lot of behind-the-scene posts. There's a lot to talk about there. Um, so if you haven't yet, go and check us out on Patreon.com, at StarStuffPodcast2187. We're also on YouTube. Uh, we are doing a lot more with YouTube, as you can see with this wall. That was the first step to kind of of kind of getting the ball running, and we'll definitely have a bunch of behind the scene videos on how we built this wall in four days. Can't believe we did, but we did. Uh, and then we're also on Instagram, where we have turned uh, our Instagram page into more of a fact page, uh, and. We have a lot of upcoming adventures that, uh, well, some past adventures like uh, that I've had with with some of my friends um, over at Galaxy's Edge that I will be posting on there. And then we're also on Twitter at StuffPod. We're also on uh, on Threads uh, uh, at at Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Um, and then we're also on TikTok. Search Star Wars Stuff Podcast. We have an email Star Wars Stuff Podcast at Gmail dot com. Facebook. Star Wars Stuff Group and Star Wars Stuff Podcast page. Please go on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Please give us a re- review, subscribe. There are also videos now available to watch on Spotify. So everything that you're seeing on YouTube, you can also see on Spotify. That's a new feature they added. And then we're also on Star Wars Stuff Podcast.com. Uh, we actually just added a bunch of new hosts, and they are very. F- Familiar to you all, if you have been part of the Patreon um, or even on social media, uh, there is um, we just added five new hosts. So uh, there's a bunch of new. Yeah, there is a lot of new projects coming out. So stay tuned for that. And then we're also on Twitch, Star Wars Stuff Podcast, uh, Star Wars Stuff Gaming. Again, we would not be doing this if it wasn't for all of you. So thank you so much um, for myself. And Josh, may the force be with you.